And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi there, everybody. Welcome again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film called Night and Day. And before we go on with this, I've mm-hmm. got to tell everybody that night in Night and Day is spelled with a K. K-N-I-G-H-T, mm-hmm. Night and Day. It is directed by James Mangold, one of my favorite of the newer directors. He mm-hmm. did 310 to Yuma. Wonderful movie. And I don't have to tell you how to spell Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, who are the stars. That's all you need to know, except the fact that together they are very, very funny. You know, I quite enjoyed most of this movie less, but it could have been so much better. The plot almost works. It almost works, and much of it does. In the film, Tom Cruise plays Roy Miller. Yeah. Cameron Diaz is June Havens. Mm-hmm. They meet and kind of flirt yes. in an airport. Uh-huh. They wind up getting on the plane together, and within the first five minutes, Tom Cruise has murdered everybody on the plane. <laughs> well, this is true. And he's the good guy, by the way. Yeah, and you make it sound like that this is a highly dramatic movie. Actually, she's in the powder room getting all prettied up, and when she comes out, she discovers that everybody in the plane is dead as a doornail, but it's done in a lighthearted way. Oh, very much so. <laughs> you can't take this film too seriously. No, not at all. You know, when he's trying to explain to her that he has killed everybody, and she's laughing because she doesn't realize it's true, <laughs> right. and he says, I'm glad you're taking this so well. Exactly right. You know, I thought from that moment on that it was going to be cute. It is cute. There's a lot of action stuff. There's a chase on a motorcycle, which is really ridiculous, frankly. Mm-hmm. But you don't care because he's driving the motorcycle. She turns around, so she's straddling him face to face, and she's shooting over his shoulder and killing people. Well, you know, Les, when you said that after a while you didn't really care about it, I think it was a rather lazy device on the part of the writer and the director, and I'm talking about Patrick O'Neill and James Mangold. They set up a premise that every time Roy Miller needs to get out of one sticky situation after another, what does he do? He drugs June so that when she wakes up, she doesn't know how she got there, and as a result, neither does the audience. This is a problem with this movie, CGI and lazy writing. I think the two kind of go hand in hand, and I believe that that sabotages the originality and the freshness of Night and Day. Well, I have to agree with you. It's not an Alfred Hitchcock film, and it could have been or it could have been close. There is only one Hitchcock. And yes, I wish it was better. I wish there was a little bit more tension to it because I started enjoying the comic interludes between them Mm -hmm. that I thought, okay, I don't care who gets killed or how. But you know, every movie needs some logic behind it. And we're sitting there as an audience. We don't know if Tom Cruise is a good guy or a bad guy. We don't know why he's shooting and killing people. We don't know why Cameron Diaz is in this movie at all, except that she's adorable to watch. But we don't know why her character is there, even though they have a lot of fun bantering. Why? Then you have Peter Sarsgaard as the villain. Well, I think that his part is seriously underwritten. You know, that's the problem with this kind of a movie. The writers get lazy because they've turned over the second half of the movie to the CGI people. And now they fill up that section of the movie with tons of junky action sequences and stunts. After a while, it's all just one big CGI joke. Well, I have to agree with you about Sarsgaard's role. I've seen him in several other films. He's a very good actor. But in this one, he's cursed by a bad haircut. Well, that's for sure. (laughs) And, you know, he looks solemn and sour throughout the whole film, and he has nothing else to do. Well, he could comb his hair. (laughs) 
another marvelous, marvelous actor in this film is Viola Davis, who got nominated for her role in Doubt. Mm -hmm. She plays the CIA director. Mm -hmm. And Paul Dano, and we saw him quite wonderful in There Will Be Blood, he plays a dweeb, nutso kind of genius who has invented something that everybody in the world is trying to get their hands on. You know, but that's the problem with the movie. You said it perfectly. Something. He's invented something. Well, it's all that kind of vagueness that goes on in this movie, and there's nothing you can really get behind. So as a result, it's very difficult to love this movie. What works in this film? Diaz and Cruz. They know what they're doing up there on that screen. They are big, big box office stars, and they deserve it. They know what they're doing. And that makes the movie work, almost. As I watched them work, Anne, Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, it must have been a ball on this set, just watching the two of them together. Wouldn't you love to see them do a remake of the Hepburn and Tracy movie, Pat and Mike? That would be a fabulous vehicle for them. She could play an athletic Olympic-type heroine, and he could be a grubby sports writer who's trying to shape her up. That would be a great movie for the two of them. And that's what I wanted and had hoped that Night and Day would be. Why don't we do this movie? Why not? Wow, what a great idea. You know, the thing about both Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise, they know what side their bread is buttered on. They believe in the one precept in Hollywood that so many other stars don't. They're there to entertain. And I think that goes a long way. I respect Tom Cruise for the kinds of movies that he makes. He never disappoints, except maybe in terms of his performance, maybe the critics carp a little bit too much. But he puts his heart and soul into every movie that he makes. And I appreciate that striving for excellence. And I think she's much the same way. I think so, too. Both of them have done movies that were too dramatic. He did Valkyrie, which was a flop where he played a German general. But he looks for a good story. You have to give him that. He looks for a great story. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he, you know, makes a mistake. But I think that together they are tremendously entertaining, Anne. And despite all the ridiculous things about this movie, I'm going to actually give it a green light because that's how much I liked watching the two of them together. Well, it's fun. If you're in the mood for zingy one-liners and action sequences and some funky stunts, and yes, Tom Cruise even does much of his own stunt work, as if that matters, by the way. You know, I'm always interested when people say, yes, Tom Cruise does all of his own stunt work. I don't care. I mean, I want him to be an actor, and that's why we have stuntmen in Hollywood to do the stunts. (laughs) However, that's another day on the soapbox. I like this movie for the fun of the banter between the two big major league stars. And so for that and the carefree spirit of the film, I'm going to give it a really glowing yellow light. I can't quite give it a green, but it's awfully good. And hey, you could do a whole lot worse than sitting there for a couple of hours watching these two great stars bicker. A green light for me and a glowing yellow light for man for Night and Day. We hope that we both agree on a green light for the next film we see, but you never know. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that the two of us together are going to run into all of you together and we'll all join hands and eat popcorn and have a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. 
So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.